All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I am a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, it is Rachel Feldman and we are here for another episode of the Healthy Hustle podcast. I asked Michelle, you know her already because you have probably listened to the podcast where we talked about email marketing. And if you haven't, definitely go back. This is Michelle Ellis, and she is going to break down with me on how do you find your niche without feeling so stressed and overwhelmed. I've been talking to coaches who have said that they've been struggling to find their niche. The niche is why they are not launching their business or that they've been going between different niches. So we thought that we would help to reduce this overwhelm get you started so you can start serving clients and help them with their transformation. Michelle, I am so excited for you to be here. Tell me, because you are a coach as well, correct? Yes. yes. So tell me a little about how you arrived at your niche as a health and wellness coach. Yeah. So I had bounced around a little bit in the beginning because I was kind of unsure. And really what was interesting about it Like I knew that I wanted to focus on gut health because that was really important to me in my past. So I kind of pulled from my own health stuff that through the school, you know, like I learned how to heal my own body and then was like, okay, that's what I want to be focusing on with other people. So for me, gut health was like number one, but it did take breaking out of my comfort zone and to step into a little bit more of adrenal fatigue because I hmm. still had it. And so I was scared to step into that as a coach because I was still dealing with it. So I hid <laughs> in gut health because it was comfortable to me and because I really was able to help myself. But I also really suffered like with adrenal, adrenal issues. And I was scared to talk about it and things like that. Eventually I did talk about both, but those were my two niches. Gut health was definitely the biggest one for me. I had IBS since I was like a kid, (laughs) like 14 years old from PTSD. And so since then, and then going to school, I just learned this whole new way of like healing the gut and not living on prescriptions or over-the-counter stuff and knowing which foods triggered. And so that was really where I really took from my own experience and what I was the most passionate about and what I saw in my life and the people around me also suffering from. Well, and I think that brings up such a good you know, such a good question, which is what happens when you're multi-passionate? Because I know for me, I was extremely passionate, similar to you, about gut, had H. pylori, candida, had asthma, food allergies, angioedema, all these different things that were gut-related and IBS. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think IBS was the early one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or complete constipation, which is, of course, more I IBS. But I also had an interest like in detox. I had interest in emotional eating. I had interests that, of course, stem from my own life personal experiences. How would you suggest or what steps would you suggest for somebody who is multi-passionate to narrow down on their niche? Yeah, I would say to first pick like your core, right? So like pick that niche that you want to be you want to be known for. Yeah. What you want to be yeah. known for. Mm -hmm. And I I kind of always relate it back to like doctors, right? Like it's that, that you're, you want to see a specialist. So if I, like, if I'm having gut issues, I'm going to go to a digestive yeah. coach, right? Just like I would go to a gastroenterologist, not my regular MD. So it's, I mean, you go there first, but you get the referral, you know, because you want to go to someone who really specializes in helping fix this issue. So definitely pick that one main niche that you're super like super passionate about, you really want to help people. You also know a lot about, it should be right. something you know the most about. And, and that you're really comfortable, not only teaching about, but I think that there has to be some backstory, as you were saying, that relates mm -hmm. to that niche. There are, however, I know many coaches who have come to me where weight loss is what they want to be known for mindset mm -hmm. and weight loss, and they never had a weight issue, but they're so inspired to help women not have metabolism issues, hormone issues, weight issues. And so they really land on weight loss being their niche. Plus they realize that a lot of people are coming to them for that reason. So before we even get into what does your ideal client want from you, you were saying the steps to really narrow down, what do you want to be known for? What would be kind yeah. of that next one? Yeah. What do you, so the first one would be, what do you want to be known for? And also like, too, like, what do you know the most about? Because that's really important. You need to be comfortable and confident in what you're teaching and coaching on. So right. whether it's a workshop or you're offering freebies, people are going to ask questions, even in a live workshop, you know, and then also just to know that you can really help that your, your client on that deeper level, because you do know so much about it. So, you know, really saying, I would say. Well, and I think that gives to the example, when you were saying niche down, it's like, you could be known as a gut coach, but you're also talking about adrenal fatigue because that's terribly connected to the gut health. So if you want to niche down and get really specific that yeah. could be one of your core, what we call like content pillars. This is an area that you're going to keep talking about that helps your ideal clients see that correlation between adrenal fatigue and between gut health. Am I correct with that? Yeah, totally. And like, yeah, because like I had talked about so much when I was health coaching, really, my heart was all about anxiety because I had my, I even went to school for psychology and I had that since I was little. So for me, it was about, but that's where I learned about the gut and the brain connection. And so that was like, okay, it's really the gut, you know? And then yeah. here were these other things like, oh, I could also talk about adrenal fatigue. I could talk about, you know, how detox. And I did talk about weight loss too, because when your digestive system isn't, you know, working right. So that's a yeah. sign with adrenal fatigue as well. There's so many women that gain weight that they don't even know why they're gaining because of the, the cortisol levels. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that you can't talk about other things and you specialize in one thing. It just means that you then bring all those other topics that you're talking about into that one core niche, right. you know, so if you're doing a weight loss program, you're focused on the gut health as well, you know, once they're okay. inside. 
right? Yeah. You're hoping to explain to your ideal client when you improve your gut, you're going to have weight loss as an outcome. So that, that even brings us to the desired results. If mm -hmm. we think I want to be known for, I want to specialize in, how is it important for a person to do a little market research to figure out what is their ideal client coming to them for? Yeah, you know, definitely posting online. Like if you have a, if you don't have a following, reach out to your friends and family first, for sure. If you do, if you've started to, you know, have a following either locally or, you know, reach out to your local community as well. If you're in like PTA yeah. group, you know, all of those different things, um, the people that you associate with most often. Your, social your ideal client avatar, guys. Don't just reach out to anyone. You want to think of the type of person you want to work with. What's their age, demographics, Find a group of people that you can either interview, whether it's friends or family, or go into different Facebook groups, ask the admin, I'm doing some market research. Do you mind if I post this here? Yeah. Saying also use, utilizing social media. Yeah. And, and your social networks, because your ideal client is typically found in that as well. And typically when you're first starting health coaching, you already have people drawn to if you're sharing yeah. about it. You let people know in conversation or online, typically like that mom group, they're reaching out to you, asking you about weight loss or their hormones. They're, it's just, you're talking about whatever it is you're doing, right? And, and then that kind of just naturally organically, you know, starts that conversation. So thinking about your ideal client avatar and also your social networks, you know, are they there to they're ask questions? Hanging out. And then even questions like doing stories and polls, if you're in, if you have your own Facebook group and maybe you're in that place where you're like, I'm narrowing it down between gut, hormone health and weight loss. And you're trying mm -hmm. to figure out what you want to be known for. Start asking people, what is their desired outcome? What problems are you facing and what would you like to accomplish? Mm -hmm. And you can start to get a real sense of what people, why people are coming to you for their solution that they seek. Yeah. And even like the simplest thing on social, like if you're on Facebook or Instagram and you just ask that one question, like what's your number one biggest health struggle right now, put it in the comments, like people will give you answers, <laughs> you and know, for anybody who, I mean, we talk about personal Facebook pages all the time. I'm not one to market on them in the sense that I'm going to drop a link under, but I do love using my personal Facebook page to ask questions like that, because those are people within my friends and family zone. Exactly. And you're usually you've had conversations, you've liked each other's stuff. There's some type of relationship there that you've connected on already. So that works well for asking questions and also just, to, you know, beating the algorithm. It's your warm audience. So they know who you are and they're more inclined to let you know what problems they have. So for that person who's sitting there saying, but wait, it is gut, it is hormone, it is weight loss. How can we help today that person to really narrow down so that they're not lost in this confusion? Would you say it's really going back to those steps that you suggested? Like, what do you want to be known for? What problems do you solve? Yeah. And also thinking if you could think almost like a graph, right? So typically it's like one root cause issue that causes like all of those other things that you can Love help that. with. Yeah. You know, so if you go back to that, the one thing that you believe, like if my client just fixed this one thing about their health, then they wouldn't have 
these other symptoms. And then that's how you would really know, you know, like you could still talk about those other topics. Right. We could talk about, you know, we could talk about hormone. We could talk about blood sugar. We could talk about weight. We could talk about detox. We could talk Mm -hmm. about mindset. It becomes all these content bubbles and content ideas, but you're still driving them back to that one area that you want to be known for. Exactly. Exactly. And you're also solving one problem, even though it's attached to all these other symptoms, you know, that's like, cause it's hard to be talking about like a ton of things all at once. So if you really laser in and you focus on that one thing, even if you're talking about the other symptoms, then people will see that they'll start coming to you. Like they'll see you as, you know, someone with authority, someone who's visible, has expertise in this. And they'll start asking for advice about that one thing, (laughs) you know, which is super important. And what would you say for an exercise? Because I love having like action steps and homework. What would be a good exercise that somebody could do to help them clarify their niche? Journaling for sure. Uh, I think really journaling and asking yourself the question of like, who do you want to help? What do you want to be known for? What are you really passionate about? What do you know the most about? What is um, how do group of people? What is their biggest problem? What outcome are they looking for to achieve? Mm-hmm. And where do you feel most confident in too? Because that's going to help you step into that expertise role and really step into your health coaching shoes. And I think also, I mean, the part about identifying it with your story, I think that's the part, whether it's that you witnessed it or you wish it to happen for somebody. I know lots of coaches who were never sick, but they want people to have like that endless energy, as you were talking about with adrenal fatigue. So it's really sitting there and saying, how can my personal story, what personal stories do I have that can really help my niche, my ideal client identify with me? Mm-hmm. Well, I think we packed a lot of information into a short episode, which it's great for somebody to just listen to this while they're cooking or go for a little run. What would you say is um, your that thought that you just want to leave everyone with? Trust yourself, um, you know, trust yourself to make the right decision for your niche and don't bounce from niche to niche. If it's because you're uncomfortable, like if it's because you're not trusting yourself, like if you start trusting yourself, that'll grow and then you'll feel more, the confidence will grow and the comfort level will grow and you'll grow as a coach and as a, you know, a specialist, um, but never feel like, oh, I'm not good enough. So maybe I should do this instead or this instead, just, or, oh my God, that one that everyone says, oh, but I hear weight loss is really profitable. It's like, know that every niche is profitable. Absolutely. You want to make sure that, of course, you're nailing down the message to your ideal client. But I would say that I've seen so many coaches who specialize in perimenopause, postmenopause. I've seen coaches who specialize in candida, SIBO, food allergies. And to really do that market research, find five competitors that are specializing in that same area, follow them, see what you like, see how they're showing up with their packages and make sure that most importantly, that your content is not confusing that person who is your ideal client. As long as you're taking those other content ideas, those content pillars and relating them to your client, I mean, relating them to your niche, your client will not feel overwhelmed. Do you agree? Absolutely. Yes. So guys, it's been great to be with you. Michelle, thank you so much for coming today. I really appreciate it. And guys, do not overcomplicate your niche. It can feel extremely 
overwhelming to sit there and start your business, but the faster that you declare it, you step into it, you own it, the faster that your business is going to be built. Trust me, because I hear too many people who just stress over this. Talk to also your friends. I would say that in closing, talk to your friends and say, what is it that I constantly talk about when it comes to health? You will find out so much information about yourself and your niche might be staring you right in the face and you don't even know it. All right, guys, Michelle, want to say goodbye? Thanks so much for having me today. All right, peace out, guys. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.